0: She by Charay. Oh my
1: god, can she bring that back?
0: Uh, that whole everything about it reminded me of like Joe Fresh.
1: <laughs> That's so terrible. <laughs> uh, it's pretty- it reminded you of Joe Fresh. That's Is some they- shade girl. she retired holla
0: i know i like how she's like um right now
1: (laughs) (laughs) did you watch the reunion
0: yep all of it
1: (laughs) it was actually one of the better reunions because like everyone wasn't at each other's throats well
0: i actually really liked this season it was sort of like a bit older school there wasn't it didn't feel like everybody was at each other's throats all the time and you know there was some drama but it wasn't like it wasn't like jill zarin toxic yeah
1: it wasn't Oh, well, although, apparently, remember when, at the beginning of the reunion, when they were like, oh, we heard Bethany was coming back, and we all went out and had drinks, and we were all, like, toasting to bring her down, or whatever. I was like, oh.
0: That's true, but that was also Luann's fault, because Luann's the one that said said it. And then everyone was, like, calling her out, Luanne's like, well, I don't remember that, and that was a long time ago, so it doesn't matter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but do you notice that about Luann? Like, everything... Like, people were calling, off her, calling her out left, right, and center for stuff, and she's just like, um, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, everything seemed to kind of center around Luann lying.
0: A hundred percent, and I don't know if it was just the editing this season, but I find more so than ever this season, she would come down, she would come over, sit down, and be like, oh, well, Heather said this about you.
1: Yep, And, and then <laughs> run away.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then everyone would be like, but Luann just told me, and they'd be like, "Luann, why would you say this? She's like... I didn't say that. that didn't yeah <laughs>
1: at the at the last um, last dinner they had. She literally just showed up, dropped a bomb, and then left.
0: I know, I know. She's having like way too much fun doing that. So
1: see, but okay. Part of the problem I feel with that though is that um, the and the producers encourage that, obviously, right? And yeah. they want people to stir up drama. And of course, we already know that Luann kind of got the boot last season well not the boot but she was put as like friend of the housewives yeah she was totally downgraded so she knows that they're watching her right so if she yeah. doesn't bring the drama
0: they're gonna get rid of her again but Yeah, I feel like when they force her to do the drama that's when she's all like uncool
1: yeah don't be all uncool <laughs> Still, don't break the girl coat
0: i still love how she said it in her like drunk raspy voice like, <laughs> and she showed up in like a bikini and open house coat and sunglasses you violated my privacy i know i also like how this entire season she would like not be mad and then like
1: all of a sudden four
0: episodes later she'd be like i am not mad i am livid <laughs> just like
1: yeah, like the whole um, Carol dating the Adam? younger guy. Yeah, like she was fine with it. She thought it was funny, and then all of a sudden, oh, my niece was upset about it. So I'm, I'm angry. It's like, yep, girl.
0: I also like that she brought it up at um, the the bedazzle, the, the the diamonds and denim party. <laughs> that was so stupid. <laughs> I, I know it was for charity, but.
1: <laughs> but really,
0: I just like how upset she was there. And again, she was saying stuff about like Carol, and Carol's like, "I never said that." She's like, "Don't lie to me. Don't lie to my face." <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> oh my goodness, she was amazing this season. I'm just, I just liked her.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping they get rid of Christian um, Kristen. though. Like, you just downgrade her to friend of housewife. I mean, she's there. Doesn't need to be eight main cast woman like that's yeah. just that's so excessive mm-hmm. you know and
0: the, and the whole season is her just making like that sour puss face and <laughs> and being shocked that someone like said something about her <laughs> it's like the entire season
1: is just her doing that i love when they actually refer to her face as puss face <laughs> i like how
0: i like i like how at that party song it's like there it is there's that face bethany's always talking about <laughs> Oh, so funny. So funny. I love it. It's like the best thing ever.
1: Um, I'm interested to see how uh, Atlanta will be for this season.
0: Uh, So because Nini's gone, um, they can use basically everyone Nini didn't like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're going to bring back Kim. They're going to uh, bring back Sheree.
0: Apparently Marlo's back as friends of Housewives. Yep
1: oh my god, Marlo. She's such a hot mess. But it'll be very interesting to see because, like, every past season has always been like, oh, let's let's, let's gang up on Nini," right?
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: So, who are they going to gang up on now that she's not in the mix?
0: Sheree. <laughs> <laughs> she's the easiest to gang up on. Uh, uh. Apparently there's uh, going to be a transgendered housewife this time.
1: Is, oh, I heard about that. Is that yeah. like is that official?
0: Yeah. I think it's official.
1: Oh. That's so that be... will
0: be very interesting. I feel like someone's gonna say something rude to her. Marlo. Like Marlo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hands down, it's gonna be Marlo. I'm putting money on that right now. Uh, I hope Sheree and Marlo have another like <laughs> <laughs>
0: I hope they have another one of those, because that was, that was literally one of the best things I had ever seen in my entire life.
1: It was so stupid,
0: too. I know, it was deliciously stupid. <laughs> uh, I don't I do think they knew what they were fighting about. I think everyone was like, is this really happening right now? And the answer was yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um, hold on a second, I'm trying to... Uh... Find things that I wanted to talk about. I know one thing that you and I both need to talk about, which is uh, the bone that we need to pick with Nintendo regarding the 3DS. <laughs> is it bad that I'm probably gonna buy it? <laughs> are you gonna trade in your XL?
0: Um, you know did you,
1: what? Did you get the new one?
0: The new? What do you mean the new one? I have a new 3DS XL.
1: Yeah. Right. So are are you gonna trade that in?
0: Um, probably because I have no need for two.
1: Did you trade in your OG XL?
0: Uh, oh yeah, I traded every. I trade everything in. I never keep anything because I don't. I don't feel like I actually need it, so okay. I trade everything. Um, the only thing I will say is that apparently in the states it's already kind of like sold out. So oh, the pre-order is already sold out. So I have to be careful um, about getting this one. Basically, like I have to really get it. Like I have to get on it to you know.
1: So. What see one of my other concerns is. Um, Will we get as many faceplates as, like, all the other regions do?
0: I know, I am nervous about that, because they haven't talked about any of the plans. So I don't want to get it and only have, like, Isabelle's, like, busted face on it right? All the time, right? <laughs> Just don't, I don't want that. that. That makes me nervous.
1: Like, I don't, I, I would be much more into it if I knew there was going to be a constant flow of faceplates coming out. Or, because I don't want to have to import them. Yeah, exactly, like, shipping fees are a little bit ridiculous.
0: Yeah, and then also with the exchange rate and stuff like that, I don't want to have to, like, shop like, Americans. So. Right.
1: Like, yeah. I just, I just want to walk in to EB Games or Best Buy and just buy on the shelf.
0: I don't know. I, I hope, like, I feel like why bring it over if you're not going to do that?
1: Uh, they, they, they said they weren't going to in the first place. I'm kind of surprised that they are, to be honest, because I feel like their next system is literally around the corner. Well, that's what everybody is saying. Like, everybody.
0: I don't know. Maybe just because everybody wants one.
1: I guess they felt like they needed to have something hardware-esque this holiday season.
0: Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe they just felt like they needed something to sell. And uh, maybe they thought that the, 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 the other one was too big for the Animal Crossing fans. Like, people who just play Animal Crossing. They don't want some, like, giant, hardcore, like, red, massive in-your-face thing. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's what they were nervous about. I believe it. Do you believe it? I believe it, too. Totes. So, maybe that's what's going on.
1: But have you noticed that, like, most of the... Well, not, like, official news outlets, but there's just lots of rumblings of... 2016 being the date for NX. And, like... early 2016 too
0: well so there's this i don't know if you read that whole like rumor from like the italian nintendo guy called, uh, like, no nx isn't isn't what it's not like 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 you've been talking about how it's like mobile and whatnot mm-hmm. uh but the nx apparently is the name of the platform so like android or ios like, okay that's what nx is and so they're gonna be building devices that all share the same operating system and platform um, and they're going to launch with a mobile device, and then they're going in March of twenty sixteen, and then they're going to follow up with home console six months after that, so like late twenty sixteen. That's oh. the rumor. So NX isn't actually like a device; it's more like it's an OS. A platform. Yeah, it's kind of like an OS. It's like a development platform and a user platform.
1: Well, that makes sense because I mean, I think w- ultimately what they want is they just want to be able to make games for one OS and have third parties make games for one OS so that it's easy to just make it for mobile or not mobile, but for like portable handheld. Yeah. And then also for home console.
0: I agree. I agree. So we will see because I'm kind of excited. I'm kind of excited. I have to do a story quest. Um, I'm excited to see um, like, what sort of games because apparently so so i don't know how much of this is true right because it's just on the internet yeah um but every no one seems to be like not giving and no one seems to be like oh this is like some stupid leak like this isn't real everyone's like actually talking about it so the idea though right now is that zelda wii u will actually not launch because it's too expensive to just have developed on like wii u even so they're just gonna like Launch it on Wii U, and they'll work on a port maybe over time, but there's actually no plans right now to have it um, be like a launch title or anything like that. Oh. Isn't that interesting? Oh. Because the well, idea
1: is well, that— maybe it'll be backwards compatible.
0: It may be, but the idea, I think, is that like, they're not going to stop selling the Wii U for a while. Like, it's still going to be
1: there. Um, because uh, well, I think they'll still sell it, but I don't think they're going to be making games for it. Yeah,
0: probably not. But the whole idea again is like that. Yeah, they don't need to stop selling it because uh, like people like they still think it has some longevity, mainly due to um, like games like Splatoon and stuff like that. So they're going to still sell it.
1: Yeah, I yeah. think what we might probably see is that I do think like the next system will be backwards compatible. I mean, pretty much every console since. Well, okay. Wii was backwards compatible with GameCube, and then Wii U is backwards compatible with Wii. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a something Nintendo likes. Yeah. And it works in their favor, too, because not a lot of people purchased a Wii U, and they have a large catalog of games that people might not have played. Yeah. So if they were to have whatever home console was next... yeah. They could be like, here's this new home console. It plays all your third-party games. Well, not initially. <laughs> but then you could be like, oh, and it plays all these games that you might have missed out on. And then right. they can still make money. Yeah, so. exactly.
0: So maybe that's what will happen. I don't know. We have to kind of wait and see. But I don't know. It's exciting to finally hear something, anything at all. Because like it's been sort of a, you know, it's been a little bit of a black box lately you know there hasn't been much news coming out at all about anything so it's kind of nice to hear that maybe something fun will actually be coming out
1: you know well i think it will be because i just don't see how whatever's coming can be bad and i I honestly think that whatever is coming is going to be not basic but i think it's going to be simplistic i don't think there's going to be a huge gimmick
0: and i think that's fine I'm, I'm, I'm looking for it. I, I kind of just want them to start making games again. Like I feel like I haven't played a Nintendo game in forever.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I think they might just end up going back to basics with this console. And then make it simple enough that the games they create can be made on portable and home console. Because yeah. games like Fire Emblem, like I still don't know why Fire Emblem Awakening was not a Wii U game.
0: I guess they thought maybe like more people wanted to play it like on the go, and they kind of built like the missions to be a bit shorter and stuff like that. So maybe that was what it was.
1: True, but I, I just every time I think of the, the the argument for you know a game on portable and home console, I always think of Fire Emblem because it it lends itself to that portable experience the way they made it, and then the graphics could be somewhat a little bit boosted for the home console experience yeah um and then it would have been like you would have picked and i don't think they i think ultimately what they want is like they just want you to play their game they don't care what you play it on if you want to play it on portable only and you just want to be a portable consumer fine yeah and if you want to be just a home consumer then fine
0: yeah, I'm just really curious how they're gonna how how one builds a game that works on both and how does that scale and like I'm just curious like I, I'm I'm curious because I know nothing about sort of that more technical aspect of of game design you know.
1: Well, think of it. Uh, think of how iOS games are made. Yeah, and where it's made for the iOS operating system and it mm-hmm. works on your iPad, it works on your iPhone, your iPod. Yeah. Regardless of the spec. And then basically within the code, it's designed to run one way on one system. And it's mm-hmm. designed to run one way on another piece of hardware. Right.
0: I hope it works. I don't know. You know. Because it's it's new. And, they're, and you know, whenever Nintendo does something new, it's always like... Oh.
1: It's always sometimes a little bit busted. It's always a little bit. Just a, li- just a little bit. A little like little when they bit do busted. online, it's like... Mm, uh, kind of like, close. Yeah, it's like yeah. you have online, but now I have to enter this 24-character front code.
0: I know, exactly. It's never just, like, basic. It's never just, like, this is how it works. It's always... There's always something with Nintendo. That, <laughs> that's why I always felt like when we were playing Skyforge, I was like, this is like a Nintendo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know, everything's great, the gameplay is great, but of course... There's something There's this, like, wrong with busted, it. like social friend system that basically defeats the purpose of an MMO. Like that's such a Nintendo thing to do. So, um, so I funny. I don't know. It's we'll see.
1: So funny because it's true. Isn't
0: it true though? Like it's such a Nintendo thing to do to be in a position where you know you're trying to sell a game that's all about being social, and yet they're like, oh, but you know, what about babies? Yeah. And you're like, babies? who cares? Who cares about babies? Fuck babies. <laughs> 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 Except with Nintendo it would never be to make money, you know? Yeah. Whereas with these guys it was very obvious that they just wanted to make a lot of money. So so that I was more like Meh, about.
1: Like I know that's their to them, that's their bread and butter to appeal to everyone, but I think that's something they not necessarily have to abandon, but they they need to remodel how they do that.
0: Yeah, I I, I don't know. I kind of think like part of the part of them is that part of it rather is that they so philosophically want to just engage everyone like i don't even know if they they're they're thinking oh in order to make a lot of money we need to engage everyone i think that's part of it but i always feel like another part of it is them being like oh well you know games you know, should be for everyone, and we believe that, so, you know, let's do it for everyone, and I'm always just like, like, I feel like they think it's more like a moral mission in life,
1: almost, to make games for everyone. But is- sometimes that's not the case, though, you know what I mean? Like, it's, like, Xenogear, like, Xeno Blade Chronicles, like, that's not for everybody. True. But
0: I feel like that was more in a response to people complaining that they kept on making games Mm -hmm. for everybody. Whereas if you left them alone, we'd be playing, like, Nintendogs and Fashion Savvy for the rest of (laughs) us. Like, (laughs) Fashion Savvy 15! Oh my god. Super Duper Bitch Edition! (laughs) Super Duper. Naomi Campbell Edition! Oh my god. Wouldn't that be funny if there was, like, a Naomi Campbell version of Style Savvy?
1: That would be a lot of fun, actually. Now you can also get the DLC for the cell phones that she throws at people.
0: <laughs> yeah, it'll be like a collaboration with a... Uh,
1: Blackberry. With Black- Blackberry. <laughs> That's what she threw! She threw a Blackberry at someone.
0: I was going to say, like, T-Mobile or something. <laughs> 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 yeah, right, right when it hits you in the face.
1: That's stupid.
0: Anyway, so I'm excited. So apparently Super Mario Maker is getting fantastic reviews, and everyone's super excited about it.
1: So Yeah, Jen gave it a 9.0. Wow. And you know they don't like Nintendo. I know. There's like one person there that likes Nintendo, and then that's it.
0: And I feel like that one person always leaves after a couple months. Yep.
1: So. Right now it's Jose Otero, and uh, he's hanging on, but... After a while, yeah, they end up leaving because I feel like IGN is so toxic against Nintendo that you probably take a lot of shade from everyone that's there. (laughs) There's
0: that. But I also feel like maybe part of it has to do with the fact that even if you were just reporting on Sony and stuff, like, that's kind of not where a lot of the news is anymore. Like, I've noticed with IGN and with Kotaku, all the gaming sites, like, I think they're a bit more obliged now to cover, like, worlds, like, LOL leagues and all that. Like, kind of more, like, ESPN style. Yeah. And I feel like if you were a journalist, a game journalist specifically that, you know, wanted to become a journalist since maybe like the early 2000s. You would be like, this isn't really what I signed up for, you know. I didn't sign up to be B-class
1: to only cover the, PlayStation
0: or or to, or like, you know, I didn't sign up for a company that, you know, mainly focuses on like Red Bull sponsored game league events. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like maybe that has something to do with it too. So Anyway, I, but even with, like, PlayStation and stuff, I mean, there hasn't been that much else. I mean, like, Cameron, I know, wanted to talk about um, Until Dawn. Oh, yeah, what is
1: that game? I've or been hearing a say, lot of rumblings about it, but I feel as though I've never heard about this game until a couple weeks ago.
0: I was going to say, or as they say in Jersey, Until Dawn. <laughs> Um, so Until Dawn is basically, it's almost like a choose-your-own-adventure s- interactive cinematic experience. It's actually really cool. It kind of reminds me of um, Heavy Rain. Okay. You know, in, in that it's, it's very, it, it's predominantly trying to tell a story and the gameplay's secondary. And there is no, there's some quick-time events, but there is no, like, skill, really. Like, you don't really jump, you don't shoot. So it's basically about a group of teenagers... I assume they're teenagers. Um, uh, they 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 go to this uh, cottage, if you will, or a winter home that's on top of this mountain. And, uh, you know, a year ago when they went there, uh, the sister of one of the characters ended up falling off this cliff and dying because she got chased by something. And they all go there the year after to try to, like reinvigorate themselves and sort of remember the girl who died and and have fun and anyways basically there's something stalking them and they have to stay awake until dawn because that's when people can come and save them and as you play there are choices that you make and it means either some characters live or some characters die or certain things happen And so you kind of live out this story. And the idea is I think there's like maybe like 64 unique combinations of endings. Okay. And so depending on how you choose and when you play again and again, you get different endings. Uh Um, So there's like a lot of... So um, what's her name? Hayden Hayden Pattycake or whatever her name is. She's in it.
1: The cheerleader from Heroes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So she voices one of the characters and they modeled it after her face. I think everyone... I think, is modeled after their voice actor. So the face pretty much looks the same. Okay. So she's in it, and some bros are in it, and some broskies are in it, and some brofords are in it, so... (laughs) it's like it's like it's like a teenage like it's like a teenager like horror flick right it's like scream or whatever else like it's all chicks and like bros you know okay um so that's that and i watched it online like i watched somebody play it online i didn't i wasn't gonna play it so i was like i'll just watch this person play it and um it actually was pretty good i i quite enjoyed it
1: interesting this, this is a um this is a ps4 exclusive is it
0: Yes, I believe it is a PS4 exclusive.
1: Why have I never, heard, like, have we ever talked about this before on the podcast?
0: I, no, I feel like it was shown at E3 one year, and the other, like f- there wasn't a lot of advertising for it. And I think that's what Cameron was interested in about, like, in its performance. Because it's a really well-made game, uh, but they didn't really advertise it, like, at all. Wow. Well, at all, at all. Has it so, been doing well? I don't know, I haven't been... Uh, I haven't cared enough about it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) To look at sales numbers.
0: Exactly, exactly. Um, So yeah, I mean, that game is pretty good. Uh, I will say that it doesn't last very long. I guess like you could play it over and over again. But really, the unique endings are just combinations of scenes versus actually 64 unique endings. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like...
1: It just pieces together different endings... Based In, on who's alive, I guess.
0: Exactly. So different combinations of the endings. So it's not really that many endings. So I think after you play it once, you're kind of like, okay, well, whatever. And then you go on YouTube and you're like, all death scenes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then you watch that and then you're done.
1: Is it a full pop game or is it a like, like I mean, um, $60 or is it a... Download $24.99. Uh, sure. No,
0: no, no, no. I'm sure it's full. Like the level of graphics and, per, like, you can tell the amount of work they put into making it feel the way it feels, and the, I think the talent they had to hire for the voice acting. It's a full, I'm pretty sure it's full price.
1: Okay. So coming back to uh, Mario Maker. Yep. Um, I was reading something online. I think it was like a forum discussion that someone had created. And as we know, one of the reasons behind Wii U not doing so well was it wasn't able to demonstrate what what was so unique about the Wii U. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think that if Mario Maker was a launch title, that it would have helped more in propelling sales? Because it would have showed, it would have been a Mario game. But it would have showed, you know, how the tablet is helpful and unique.
0: Um, that's a really good question. I feel like probably because sometimes I feel like when you launch "quote unquote" like innovative software, uh, sorry, hardware, with really bland software like it doesn't really demonstrate the value Mm -hmm. right In, in particular since they're not competing on graphics and connectivity right so when you launch a console with super mario new super mario bros wii u which is basically another fucking side scroller yeah which we've just played like let's be honest here we had new super mario bros new super mario bros 2 new super mario bros wii it's like we had just so many
1: yeah, I'm very I mean, Super Mario Bros, right? I don't know why they went that route to be honest. It wasn't There were was just so many other things they could have launched with. Yeah.
0: So anyway, I think it would have definitely helped it. I think more people would have just I think a lot of people have been eager to play something like this. And as they start to release these games like Splatoon and new Super or sorry, and uh, Mario Maker, you you see people saying, oh, well, I really want to play it, but it's too late to get a Wii U now, so unfortunately I will never play it. So I think maybe if they did do it earlier, it would have made a bit of a difference.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: like Entirely, if,
1: yeah. Now, one of the, coming to Splatoon as well, um, I've been looking at the sales numbers for Splatoon on a weekly basis. Um, it's in the top 10 every week.
0: Yeah, it's doing really well, and people are thoroughly enjoying it. Um,
1: but, I still haven't played it. <laughs>
0: You haven't? No. So I stopped playing it because, well, there's only so much time I have. And also the Japanese players are really good.
1: Oh, you play against Japanese players?
0: Well, it's global, yeah. Okay. And so every time I play, it's like, oh, I'm dead. So <laughs> that's not too much fun. But other than that... um it's it's a very clever idea. Um, I like that it takes the competitiveness outside, like out of the first person shooter. Like you're not just focused on killing people. I can't tell you how much I enjoy that. Um, it's a little bit team fortressy, actually, in that way. So I quite enjoy it. Um, but yeah, I wish sort of they had that stuff, you know, at the beginning because I feel mm-hmm. like they didn't really get to demonstrate their potential. No, um, they didn't really get to demonstrate the ideas they had around it, and instead they launched Super Mario Bros ui yeah it was like tap to put blocks on the screen which like nobody ever did because that was annoying
1: yeah so and of course there is the other culprit that was supposed to launch with the wii u to show how great the tablet was rayman
0: (laughs) i don't know how much of a difference that would have made though because i feel like rayman even though it did add to it it was still kind of a platformer that looked like it was programmed for something normal and then they just added tablet functionality. So But it would have helped. I think it would have helped, but but to your point, I don't think it would have helped as much as something like Mario you, Maker. Or, oh sorry, Mario Maker, yeah. Mario Maker I think would have really just just gotten people excited, you know, like wow. Yeah, this like because when people think of tablets, like the first thing they thought about was probably something like Mario Maker. And instead they gave them something, like, that was the complete opposite.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, this, is, this is kind of Nintendo's Minecraft.
0: Yeah. Yeah, since nobody will give them Minecraft.
1: Which is so ridiculous that Minecraft is not on Wii U, since it's the perfect system for it.
0: I know. Isn't that stupid, though?
1: It just makes the most sense, but it's not on the... I don't know. Maybe it'll be on NX, if Microsoft will play nice although phil spencer speaks very highly of nintendo
0: yeah but i don't know how much of that is like phil spencer being like oh i need to i need to play nice because people you know so then i don't seem like i'm you know like a dick bag a dick bag and i'm like a cool bro so i play nice because i know people that are like that mostly broskies true they're always like oh yeah man everything's cool And then they write mean things about you on the internet. Mm. I still can't believe they're bringing Sheree back.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. What are they doing with uh, Beverly Hills?
0: I don't know. I feel like all the franchises are getting kind of tired. And, like, New York uh, was, like, a good sort of reset
1: for New York. Yeah. Bethany definitely helped with that. Yeah. She's so crazy. And then Atlanta's getting its reset, kind of. Yeah, totally. So I don't know what they're going to do with Beverly Hills. They need to bring back Miami. <laughs> that they do. Adriana is so crazy. Oh
0: my god, I love Adriana. She's so fun. I don't know where to go. So after you kill those three guys... Oh, here's the key. Oops. Um. Yeah. And uh, But I feel like Miami is always one of those things where like you never know if they're actually going to bring it back.
1: <laughs> I know. All of a sudden it'll just be like, oh, season four of Miami is starting next week. It'll be like, what? When were you guys even filming? Because no nobody was paying attention.
0: <laughs> and it's all like, um, so is this reunion also going to be in like Marisol's house? Or? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was so shady when they had like, <laughs> they didn't even get a full reunion. It was just like a what? Watch what happens live episode.
0: I know. <laughs> you know you're boring when
1: Yeah, but it's funny because they knew they had to bring the drama, otherwise they were gonna get cancelled. No. So Adriana was like stirring the pot hardcore.
0: <laughs> She's so funny. I apparently a lot of people think find her annoying. She's like the best one. She's the best one. I could actually just watch a show of her talking and Marisol's mom.
1: The one with the face.
0: Yep. God. She and Adriana nonstop. I would watch that. That would be perfect.
1: They're both ridiculous. They
0: are both ridiculous. I still love um because I've been watching uh old Atlanta. <laughs> whoa 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 oh, whoa. Well, well. The thing didn't mean a thing. <laughs> no no Ah. she's so fucking tone deaf
1: (laughs) and the vocal coach is like i don't know what to do with you but i'm getting paid to just be on this show so i'm just gonna play along
0: oh my god they spent so much money on her just to make her like sing yeah Whoa, 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 whoa! The ring didn't mean a thing, no Woah woah whoa, whoa. The ring didn't mean a thing no the ring didn't mean a thing to you. I see you're out there still doing your thing. So I'll keep the ring, set you free. I don't even know what it costs, but it's not enough for me to keep letting you treat me like I ain't much. You're nuts. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. The ring didn't mean a thing. No, no. Whoa, 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 whoa! The ring didn't mean a thing, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> The ring didn't mean a thing. <laughs> <laughs> And I just remember how she's like, I don't know, like that third season reunion where where she performs "Don't Be Tardy" for the party, and she's dressed up as like this fucked up little Bo
1: Peep. Yeah, and then everyone is just not having it. I know. <laughs>
0: and even Candy was like, mm. <laughs> "Yeah, because <laughs> bitch wouldn't pay her for the song."
1: <laughs> that is that is the most ridiculous thing, though. It's not. Seth, is that not like super shady? Oh, you made this song for me, and I made all this money, um, but you don't get any. You don't get anything. Like, oh, what?
0: we should have signed a contract earlier, I guess.
1: <laughs> Who Kim, says that? Kim's such an ungrateful whore. God. I don't believe how many kids she has now. Like, a million? She had two kids, and she had what? She had one, two, and then the twins. She had four kids with this guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Isn't that crazy?
0: I know, I sure he had two.
1: Like, how many more kids do you want, lady? I know. I think she's done now, though. Yeah. As she should be.
0: I, you know, I don't know how I feel, but I kind of feel bad for Cynthia a little bit. I feel like she's kind of lost.
1: Well, especially now with Nini gone. I know. So what's her story? Her storyline, Nini gave her a storyline, so... And then she decided to go rogue on Nini, and then that was her storyline. So I don't know what her storyline is going to be now. That's true. She literally has nothing.
0: So have you noticed there hasn't been really anything for the Xbox One lately? Like, no one's talked about it?
1: Um, like, new games, you mean, or...?
0: Yeah, or just, like, it's not really in the news anymore.
1: Um, I know Rare Replay has been talked about a lot, but... Yeah, I guess. Um, and Metal Gear Solid Five came out, but of course, I think everyone pays Never more really attention to PS4. PS4. Yeah. Which I've, I find really odd that uh, most of the games that are coming out are multi-platform. But it, it's almost celebrated as like a exclusive for PlayStation 4 in some cases. Yeah. It's like, no, this game's coming out on Xbox too. Like yeah. when people think of when people think of Final Fantasy 15 they think it's a PlayStation 4 game. Oh, 100%. And it's like, no, it's coming out on Xbox, too. And I, part of that is because, you know, it's usually shown at Sony's, Sony's trailer or whatever. But I don't know. It's just, it's just a funny perspective on how that some games that are multi-platform are perceived. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, was the same case for Call of Duty before when it was 360 and PS3 it was always like, ooh, um, Call of Duty is like the Xbox game. It's like, well, no, it's for PlayStation as well. Like, right. Which I don't understand why the developers really do that. Like, if you're going to make it a multi-platform game, advertise that it is for a multi-platform game. Don't just push it more on one system. If that was the case, and just make it exclusive.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I also feel like... I don't know, maybe it's just because it is the summer and it's always slow. But it's like there's
1: nothing happening. It's the summer. Nothing ever comes out in the summer, which I I don't understand why. This is the time when I actually have time to play video games. Exactly. (laughs) And then they just backload everything over the holidays. I don't have time to play, like, all the millions of games that come out over holidays. So I
0: don't even know what's coming out.
1: I guess Mario Maker is coming out. Yeah, so Mario Maker, I'm getting for sure. I'm gonna um, get
0: Happy Home Designer.
1: <laughs> When's that coming out? October eighth?
0: No, twenty fifth of September.
1: Okay, I'm gonna get Yarn Yoshi. Actually, I'm I'm gonna probably wait till Boxing Day to get that.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it'll be on sale though. Nintendo games
1: are pretty. Well, we'll see. I'm sure, like some, like even if it's just ten dollars off, I'll take it. All right. I'm not looking for like twenty nine ninety nine. I'm looking for like forty nine ninety nine.
0: Oh right, because games
1: are like sixty five ninety nine, <laughs> right? Especially in Canada, I don't. Oh my god, it's, it's so expensive. expensive. Who has that money? Not me. Um. So I know there's that, and then, then Xenoblade. I'm gonna play. So mm-hmm. That's three games, and then Xbox wise, you know what I want on Xbox? I know there's something. I know I'm forgetting something.
0: Isn't, um,
1: nope, don't remember it anymore. I know Tomb Raider's coming up, but I'm not, I don't want Tomb Raider.
0: You know, I keep on trying to play, like, the first Tomb Raider, like, the the, the first new one, I mean. Mm hmm. She can't get into it. She's always getting stabbed in the fucking face. Really oh, yeah, funny. I remember you were playing that. I know, it's just, like, every three seconds, like, <clears throat> like, in the face. It's like, why, <laughs> girl, like, it's, it's, a, like little, it's a little face. excessive. It's a little excessive. It's a little, it's just a little bit much for my delicate sensibilities. <laughs>
1: i'm too delicate i can't handle it
0: a little bit it's just it's very violent she's always getting like it's it's always like oh will she get raped now or will or won't she like this <laughs> it's
1: just very it's too much it's, it's too much for me it's too much it's too much what else is coming out now i'm now i want to okay i'm gonna go look hold on let me find like a release date schedule destiny expansion Ooh. fallout 4 oh halo 5 I don't know if I'll get that right away, to be honest.
0: Oh, right. I think Fallout's the big
1: one. Yeah, Fallout 4, Black Ops 3, Tomb Raider.
0: Doesn't Microsoft have that game about, like, a girl and her robot
1: coming out? That's not until next year.
0: Oh, I thought everything they showed was, like, for this year.
1: No, ReCore is not until next year. If next year. I'm sure it'll get delayed. Because uh, Mighty Number 9 got delayed. Again. Really? Yes. It was supposed to be out in April. It got pushed back to September, and now it's pushed back to 2016. January. Like, Q1. 2016. Which I'm kind of like, isn't this just a, like, kind of an indie game in terms of size? And isn't it only eight bosses? Because Mighty Number 9 is the ninth robot, and he's going and killing the other eight.
0: But aren't there, like, a lot of troubles with them right now? Like, they keep on trying to do that Mega Man Legends crowdfund that's, like, all drama and everything.
1: And like... Yeah, okay. So there's Red Ash. Yeah. Which is supposed to be the spiritual successor to Mega Man Legends. Like, the concepts that um, Inafune created for Legends 3, he took and put in this new game, Red Ash. Mm-hmm. The controversy behind that is that why was this Kickstarter created in the first place? If I mean, you probably have the money from Mighty Number Dying to put towards mm-hmm. Red Ash. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, fine, you need to do a Kickstarter. Well, why are you doing a Kickstarter when you haven't even released your first game yet? And the other controversy behind that was, okay, they did the Kickstarter and then the game was supposed to come out Um, Mighty Number 9 was supposed to come out in September. And people are saying that they knew it was going to get delayed, but they held off until the Kickstarter was done to announce that the game was delayed because if they had said prior that it was going to be delayed, it would have probably held back on sales for the Red Ash Kickstarter because if people found out, oh, well, you're not even getting this game out on time, so God knows when Red Ash is going to come out, so they held off until the Kickstarter was done to then announce that, oh by the way, we're still not ready for Mighty Number no. Nine.
0: Oh Lord have mercy.
1: Now they did they did come out and email all the backers. They are giving us a beta or test or a demo which is has three stages and they're giving everybody a free download of Azure Striker to make up for it being delayed. So mm-hmm. I mean that's in good faith. But don't you already
0: have Azure Striker?
1: Yes I already do. Okay but I can download it now for free on PC, so... Ah, I see. So, I mean, I mean, you kind of have to... I mean, delays happen. Um, it is It is kind of funny just because, like, one of the things about the Kickstarter when it came out was how he said that, you know, I'm an experienced game developer, and I know the time that's required to make a game, and blah, blah, blah. So when he said April 2015 kind of alluded to that it was going to be a firm launch date or Mm. time window so then when it gets pushed back to september it was kind of like okay fine you know it's a couple months away but now with you pushing it to q1 the game's basically a year late because you could release it march 31st and be like oh look i made it for q1 2016 and then that basically pushes it Close to that April 2015 date that you were supposed to make, Yeah, so that is where all the controversy lies um, behind that, and I guess there's was some other rumblings about possible misuse of funds and things like that, which obviously no one has any official backing to support, so who knows? But there is some rumblings about that. Wow. Um, so yeah, I don't know, Red Ash, I mean, I wanna, I didn't, I didn't back it, because I figured the game's gonna come out anyways, and I can just buy it when it comes out, and I still haven't played Mighty Number no. 9, I don't even know if I'm gonna like Mighty Number no. 9. Yeah. You know, is it gonna, like, I have a strong liking to Mega Man, so I realize this is the spiritual successor, but I, am I gonna like it? I'm hoping that I like it, I don't. I don't want to not like it. Yeah. So, but I just want to see first. Let me see what you're capable of doing, Mm -hmm. you know, aside from the Mega Man franchise, and then I'll decide if I want Red Ash.
0: I agree. See, this is kind of like the the problem I'm starting to have with a lot of these things. Not not a lot of these things, but a lot of, I guess, people. Crowdfunding? Yeah, or like even some really old school developers feeling that they need to crowdfund now because. I know we already get mad at this whole pre-order thing. Like why does everything need to be pre-ordered? Like, you know, just print them, like just sell them. There's just, like no pre-orders. Just put it out and sell it. Yeah. This is like almost like super duper pre-order. <laughs>
1: yeah. This <laughs> it's is a bit much. This is this is pre pre pre. It's not even developed yet.
0: Yeah, and then when they're And like, I'm
1: buying like,
0: it. Yeah, and then when they're like, "Oh, we can't make it." Everyone's like, "Oh, well,
1: okay." Like I uh, I mean, there's a whole debate behind this, obviously, where, you know, take, for instance, uh, Castlevania. We're not getting any more Castlevania games. P- probably not ever, right? Mm-hmm. But obviously people still want to play it, so now the developer's gone and to Kickstarter has put out uh, Bloodstained. Yep. So now you're going to get something in the, in the faith of Castlevania, and without that, he might not have gotten the money. Yeah. Or like, develop- game development now is in a very interesting space. Like we talked about this before, where there is no longer the B developer. You know, there's no developer making B games. You're either making AAA or you're making indie titles. Well, when I say indie, I mean in that size and scope and price and, range. And it's like super indie too. Yeah. Yeah. So there's no more B titles, you know? When you look at, for instance, Rare Replay, and you see games like Cameo and Jet Force Gemini, Blast Corps, like, those were your B titles that were filler. They they weren't your 8.0 and up games, but they were, like, your 6.5s, your 7s, your 7.5s. They weren't great games, but they were okay games, and you still played them and enjoyed them, you know? You don't have that anymore. So unless you're going to make a AAA A title, mm-hmm. the main publishers out there don't want to fund your game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. And the only mm-hmm. other way to fund your game now apparently is to have someone else pay for it. Like nobody wants to take a chance on someone just making a game anymore. Yeah. Like you have to make a small game or you need to make a big game.
0: I just feel, yeah, I kind of feel like some of the, like, I know there's like a sort of a new magic around games now because they're so big and cinematic and the production's high. Mm-hmm. But there's like this more like, I don't know if it's naive or childish magic that's kind of gone from games now. Like, it's so hard to be fascinated
1: with anything anymore. Well, I think Nintendo still somewhat captures that. Yeah,
0: yeah, I can see I think that.
1: Nintendo's the only one that still has that aspect of video games still there.
0: Mm.
1: Where I don't want to say they make B titles. I think everything that Nintendo makes is quality, but I still think they make titles that aren't on a grand scale, and that's fine. Not everything has to be Zelda or Galaxy. You know, they have Captain Toad, they have Yoshi's Yarn, they have Star Fox, which I'm, I don't think I don't consider that on like the higher scale. They have their Donkey Kong, right. Like I like those are Nintendo's B titles, quote unquote, which mm-hmm. they're still really good games, but they're not their triple A titles, right? Mm-hmm. Um and there's still that game esque quality to them. It's not like a huge cinematic uh quick time cutscene type thing that we're getting a lot with the triple A titles, I find.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's and, nice to see that still around in that way, at least.
1: Yeah, I just think that in some cases, some developers have lost focus. Like it has, like everything has to be this big grand gesture. It has to be this big game that has to cost millions of dollars to develop, and we have to pour millions of dollars of advertising into it. And I just don't think that's required. I, I think it's good to do every now and then, like. Grand Theft Auto five when it came out it like the last Grand Theft Auto had come out what like four or five years mm-hmm. like v- something like that, I think games like that re- can be on that scale right when you haven't seen it in years and it's making a comeback like when half life three com- eventually comes out, like I expect valve to just empty their bank accounts. <laughs> <laughs> And go blitz bonanza with advertising and spend all the money on the game and that's fine because it's that type of game and the same goes for you know when a Zelda game comes out it's it's the big grand gesture it's the big game of the year right when developers like Activision or Ubisoft do this with their constant yearly releases uh, no. Yeah, I can say that. I feel like they're trying to take these titles that would be your B titles, because Assassin's Creed...
0: Oh my god, that was so B.
1: That was a B title, okay? And they just kept pushing and pouring money into it to make it a quote-unquote A, AAA title. And I... Okay, I in fairness, I haven't played... Um, like at most of the Assassin's Creed games, but I just don't. I just don't know why there has to be an annual release of it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> are the games that amazing that they have to be released every year? You Can know
0: it- what? No. You know what I think it's become with a lot of games. I think instead of like coming up with more novel ways to play a game, I think um, people are really now into story and pretending like, oh, wouldn't it be cool to be like a bro, like not bro, but like an assassin? Yeah, I want to be an assassin and I want to stab people in the face, like stealth. Like, I feel so cool. I think it's become more about that versus let's do something that we haven't done before, specifically Mm -hmm. in terms of making new types of games. I think it's just become more about people wanting to feel certain things, which is also, I guess, okay. Um, it just feels like that's where it's gone.
1: Yeah. So... Anyways. Okay, so the other games that are coming out this year. I'm just going to list everything that's on here while I'm also trying to tank. So Rainbow Six Siege. Oh no, wait. That was that was delayed, wasn't it?
0: Is that Save the White Girl?
1: Yeah, um Angela Bassett edition. <laughs> um yeah, I think uh, I think the um Angela Bassett game was delayed, which I'm just going to refer to it as that from now on. <laughs> Cuz why not? Um Call of Duty, Tony Hawks Pro Skater, Boo. Star Fox Zero.
0: For which I'm like not that excited. I've never been that big of a Star Fox fan.
1: Me like, either. This really. one this one looks interesting because it's being made by Platinum. Mm. Which I don't know why they didn't say that. I know. That
0: would have like changed everyone's opinion of it. <laughs>
1: Okay, so this, this this brings up the discussion again of what is Nintendo working on, okay? Because they're whatever... I forget all the departments that work on games in Nintendo, but mm-hmm. they haven't been working on any Wii U games for quite some time. Nintendo's teams, I don't know what they're... All, they're obviously all working on next console shit.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know, or maybe... Maybe it just takes them like eighty years to make a game now. So all the games that have come out, they've been working on for eight years.
1: Well, they did say that HD development was stressful. <laughs> yeah, it's <was> just <laughs> What? It was just yeah. That was Nintendo's way of putting it.
0: Stressful
1: because they didn't go th- they didn't go through the growing pains that PS3 and Xbox 360 went through, nope. and uh, because they skipped that. You know, people were still developing in terms of graphical quality. It wasn't that big of a jump from GameCube, right? I know. So development for them was super easy because they're like, oh, this is just like GameCube, and we've been developing on that for years. So they just just had to continue from where they were. I know. Whereas all the other developers had to kind of learn, okay, this is how 3D, well, not 3D, but HD... Gaming and, like, all the requirements and coding and extra work involved with that. And Nintendo didn't have to do that, so... I think that's another that's another factor that probably affected Wii U, is that, you know, whereas they had to hit the ground running, they were dealing with their shit. Mm-hmm. Whereas everyone else had already figured their shit out. What are you gonna do? I just
0: wish we saw, like, more games from them, like you're saying. Like, I just feel like there's stuff maybe they've wanted to do and haven't been able to do,
1: because... Timing, time, yeah. So we'll see. I wish that I I wish that um there was an MMO that really well I guess Rift does, but actually has a support class as not just a healer, but like someone that provides buffs and debuffs. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Like I want someone that just focuses on healing, and then I want to be like I want to use different buffs at the right time. Uh Rift had that. Um, They actually had, when you would queue for dungeons, you would have to queue for one tank, one healer, two DPS, and then one support. Hmm, interesting. They, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think they got rid of that because nobody ever played support. (laughs)
0: So... Was it, like, too hard to level support, or did no one, just no one wanted to play support? No one wanted to play support. I wonder why. Did everybody get mad at them, though? Is that why...
1: Well, a lot of people... Well, one of the issues, of course, was that not everyone was playing the game, right? Right. So, no one's playing your game, and then no one's playing support. So then when you're queuing for dungeons and whatnot, it was very hard to get uh, people in your dungeon. So I think that what they ended up doing was they just made supports, like, full-on healers, like... And there weren't that many support classes, too. Oh. Which was was another... It was, like, no diversity... Right. Hmm. Like, there were, I think, four healer options, um, and, like, only two support. Like, it was Bard, and then there was one that was a uh, healer that did... No, that was a full healer. There was a healer that did healing through damage. It
0: mm-hmm. was
1: kind of like a warlock. You'd throw dots and do damage, and the damage you did healed people. Cool. Because you would put, like, this kind of buff or something. Actually, it kind of was more like a Resto Druid. Right. Where you would put this kind of like tree or this kind of buff on certain things and then it would convert damage into healing it's called like radiant spores or some (laughs) nonsense or something
0: radiant spores that sounds disgusting
1: (laughs) (laughs) sounds like herpes or something
0: herpes so what else is going on are you going to fan expo tomorrow with them
1: no i have to work like i always fucking do would you have
0: gone if you didn't have to work
1: um i generally don't go but because everyone was going i probably would have
0: apparently it smells like cheese in there
1: (laughs) um it's a convention full of nerds and i'm sorry i don't want to stereotype but anybody that goes to conventions knows that there's like a thing called confunk (laughs) <laughs> and then after a while and especially if it's a hot day outside and if the air conditioning in that building is not the best you're going to be some issues
0: you know where there's permanent con funk where the basement of 401 games 401k oh. games oh my right god there. I can
1: only imagine 401 games for those who don't know is uh, um, it's like a where you can like play card games and stuff or board games with other people a lot of Magic the Gathering Pokemon cards happens there.
0: And the best thing is that like, they call the bottom, I think, they call the basement, so the basement is basically where everybody plays the card games. Mm -hmm. They call it the Oasis. (laughs) But it smells so bad.
1: Have you been down there?
0: <laughs> no, you don't have to. You just have to walk by the store when the doors open. Oh. Like in the summer when they leave the doors open because it's hot and they want to let the air in and out, it like glo- blows onto the street. <laughs> 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 oh my god, it's so bad. Every time I want to go in there to buy a board game, I always have to like be like, um, do I want to be seen here? Or Yeah.
1: One of my uh, teammates from the... Summer Sports League thing I was doing works there.
0: Oh, uh, boot camp, school's out, school camp, gym uh, class. Gym gl-
1: <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, gym class. I'm going to be doing dodgeball.
0: Yeah, I heard you're doing Monday night dodgeball.
1: Mm hmm. That'll be fun. Yeah, it should be. <sighs> okay, Gears of War Ultimate Edition. That's coming out. Nathan Drake Collection. Yeah, Zelda Fashion Force.
0: I don't know why everyone's so upset about that game. I think it looks cool.
1: I think it's just because it's, it's one of those situations of this is not the Zelda game we wanted.
0: Well, you know what? In life, you don't always get what you want. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay? Oh, goodness. It's basically four swords, but with three people. And I love the, I love the reasoning behind why it's three people. <laughs> why is it? They said, Oh, because when when four people were standing on top of each other it didn't fit on the screen. Nuh uh bullshit. The system couldn't handle four people playing together connected. That's the real tea. They just won't admit it. Trust me. I all the all the excuses that Nintendo gives for things not happening on their system, like Splatoon voice chat, oh we don't want to have like, you know, toxic voice chat with random people and the game plays well enough without it no your system just can't handle voice chat i'm i'm convinced now that that is the reason that voice chat is not in any game because like what the only game that has voice chat i think was monster hunter right yep and that was only with the people that you were friends with yep because i remember you and i would voice chat
0: oh yeah that was a lot of fun
1: i know you need to go back and play that I did enjoy it, but I don't know what happened. We just stopped playing it.
0: Yeah, we just stopped playing it. Life got busy, as always. We stopped playing it.
1: Um, I probably won't play Fashion Force unless unless other people are buying it and we can play together. I don't think it's a game that would be fun playing by yourself or with random people online.
0: Yeah, with just the AI? No, that's not a fun game.
1: Which is, yeah, I think that might be another reason why people are just kind of like, eh, about the game, right? Yeah. I mean, as much as fun as Four Swords games are, they're only fun if you're playing with people you know.
0: But also, didn't we like just get Link to the Past 2 not too long ago? Like
1: That was two years ago.
0: Yeah, so... Yeah, I guess maybe. But then we got Majora's Mask. Yeah. Remember that?
1: I don't... I don't know why they remade Majora's Mask, to be honest. Because everybody
0: I, I, wanted it.
1: Well, it, yeah, it made the most sense, because they had already done... Legend of Zelda, the engine was already created for 3DS, yeah. but I don't know. I just f- I feel there was, t- there was too much remakes happening. Probably. For Zelda games. Like, Wind Waker, and then Ocarina, um, fine.
0: Oh.
1: Although, to be honest, what I would have much rather preferred, if mm-hmm. they were going to remake Ocarina of Time, and they were going to remake Wind Waker, I would have wanted Wind Waker on... 3DS and I would have wanted Ocarina of Time remade for Wii U right that would have been cool I think Wind Waker would have been a better 3DS remake mm-hmm I can then then a Wii U remake
0: mm-hmm I can
1: see that and then they could have remade Ocarina of Time in like which that would have been like an overhaul more than a remake because they would have had to basically build the game again from the ground up
0: haul video
1: yeah <laughs> oh did you hear that they're making a Mega Man movie
0: no, really? What? Yes.
1: Yes. I'm kind of worried. Be good. I know. I'm kind of like, oh, <sighs> uh, I'm worried because, as we know, Mega Man holds a very special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. So I'm worried as to what they will do with this.
0: Hopefully, something good.
1: It. I don't want a live action Mega Man. Oh God! Like. Where it will basically look like the cover of Mega Man 2. Like, I don't need that in my life.
0: I was going to say, if they do it, they should make it exactly like that cover. And and should uh, use Arnold Schwarzenegger to play it.
1: Oh, no. Please. I don't want... Like, if it's going to be live action, then... That will just be the na- the final nail in the coffin where Mega Man is concerned.
0: I can't but. believe Mega Man's just, like... I mean, like, all these things have just kind of, like,
1: disappeared over time. Like, I don't even, like... Was it doing that
0: bad? Like I don't
1: That's know. what I want to know. Was it really doing that bad? Were people really not buying this? You know? Or did, were they just, like, over it?
0: You know what? It is a really hard game, and I didn't play it. <laughs> it's hard. It's really hard. I just not, like... Ooh, you know what will be fun? This.
1: I I love every Mega Man game except the Battle Network ones. Mm. Those ones I could do without. I played the I played like the first two Battle Network games, but then it was it got annual released and it, it just be no. It well, too they much. they
0: were supposed to be like Pokemans, right? There was like a red version and a blue version. Yeah, that, different cards.
1: That's when it got a little too much. But
0: let's be honest, the cards didn't make that big of a difference. <laughs>
1: It was it was it was chips, it was battle chips, and yeah. it was it was on a it was on a six by six battle square, so it was a little bit like uh
0: Yeah, I remember strategic. Playing
1: it. it was just, it was too much. It's not nearly as fun.
0: I feel like they should have let you unlock the classes at level forty. So you can do like the end bit of the story with your new for those of us who did not finish a Realm Reborn <laughs> <laughs> before the game came out.
1: Oh yes. You having to do that was painful for you.
0: Yeah, but you know what? It was worth it in the end. (laughs) And you know what? It made me a bit more confident because when I realized I had to run the dungeons on my own, I was like, oh my god, I'm never going to beat this. Uh, But I watched some videos, and um, I had no problems on a lot of the dungeons. They're not that bad. No. Except when we had to kill Nihalabria or whatever when Minfilia 2.0 gets kidnapped.
1: Yeah, Habibi 2.0. That was Or his brother. Or...
0: Yeah, so that, I don't know what happened, but the first group I played with, like, everybody was, like, fuck, like dying. Like,
1: mm-hmm. constantly.
0: And, like, everyone was, like, yelling at the healers, of course. Because, you know, <laughs> the DPS stuff... I'm not giving a start. I'm not giving a start. They were like the, the tanks were like tanking these dust spores in towards the center, so they had these giant cones that were just hitting everybody. Anyway, so it was really stressful. And then we ran it with end of line and we did it in like Two seconds. I know.
1: Everyone was, Even though I fucked up.
0: Yeah, even even though that happened. But everybody was just so organized and they were like, we know what to do. But that was the worst part. Um but I didn't mind Keeper of the Lake. Like, I didn't mind the Midgar. Actually, the Midgar Sommer fight, well, that was the best one. I was with this group and we wiped about four times, but every time we got better at it and everyone was like working together, it was super cool. Like, I enjoy that aspect of MMOs. I enjoy it when everyone's learning at the same time.
1: When people are not being a bitch?
0: Yeah, when people aren't like, oh, I'm just doing my dailies. Let's run this as fast as possible. It's like, okay. Let's pull yeah, the
1: whole ahead. dungeon.
0: Yeah, it's like, you know what, girl? Okay, I want to learn how to play this. (laughs) I want to have that week one experience that you all had by staying up, like, you know, for
1: 72 hours. You know, it's funny you mention that. Because when me and Cameron were playing Wildstar, like, we played Wildstar when it, like, first came out, right? Yeah. So, the dungeons in Wildstar were ridiculous hard, Mm -hmm. right? And everybody has to go through the experience of doing the dungeon. So... Everybody knows that it was hard the first time they tried it. Like, these dungeons were, like, insanely hard. Like, nobody just walked in, did the dungeon on its first time, and had no issues. So everybody would have experienced the same wiping and whatever. So what I didn't understand and what was really frustrating was you had some people that were just complete assholes and would be pissy that, you know, we were wiping. And it's like... Um, girl, you had to go through this too. So, we've never been here. There was no videos on these fights because, like, we literally were playing it as the game had just been released, right? So, there's maybe like one or two how-to videos on how to do this shit, Mm -hmm. you know? And then people were being complete dickbags. I mean, there was, there was, it was very few people, but, like, you know, there was a couple people every handful of dungeons where oh you don't know how to do this like come on let's go and then they would rage quit it's like well you know what if you want to if you want to have that experience of not having problems in dungeons join a guild only run with your guild mates pretty much you don't don't run with random people if you want to if you're expecting to never wipe on anything and go at the pace you want you can find people like that yeah you can go join the Gohards and be merry and never wipe on anything ever because you all are so pro at everything. But then they come into a random dungeon because they're like, oh, I'm doing my daily or whatever, and, you know, they they expect everything to be super quick. And,
0: and honestly, that's, like, the whole point of, of, like, the daily system is, like, that you have to do that and be patient and teach people through it. But they're, like, all, like, so fucking... They're over it. I know. They all, like, don't want to. They're and
1: it's, off. like... <sighs>
0: You're making this game not fun. (laughs) You're ruining ruining it. (laughs) Pretty much. You're ruining it for everybody.
1: This is why we can't have nice things. Pretty much.
0: Can I wear better gear yet? It's really weird going back to, like, my level 40 gear. I'm, like, trying to find
1: the gear. I know. You have to go digging.
0: I wish there was a way you could just sort it by level. Like, why have they not done that yet? Like, in your inventory.
1: Well, when you auto-sort it, it does.
0: Wait, how do you auto-sort it?
1: I'm basic. Right-click and then go to... Um...
0: What do I I right-click on?
1: In your armory chest. And then right click and go to sort, and then.
0: Oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm just learning this now! (laughs) (laughs) It's like. I have like 90 levels on this character. I am just learning this now.
1: It's okay, girl. Oh
0: my god!
1: Oh, you're hilarious! Oh, I feel so basic. It's okay. We won't tell anyone.
0: Well, it's on. If you recorded it, it's. it's...
1: <laughs> Maybe I'll cut this part out, but I probably won't.
0: <laughs> this is why. This is why people don't want me in their guilds. No, I'm kidding.
1: Um, too funny. Fable Legends. That's also coming out.
0: Do you have any inclination to play it?
1: No. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just listing games that are coming out at this point.
0: I'm just finding it very difficult to get excited for anything that's coming out.
1: Xenoblade Chronicles X, December 4th.
0: Yeah. Ooh!
1: They're redoing Castle Crashers. Castle Crashers Remastered. Oh, that should be interesting. For Xbox One and PC. (gasps) Oh my god, we should play that! You know how we've been looking for a four-player game to play? Yeah, we should play that. I will totally play the shit out of Castle Crashers again. I fucking love that game. We Love. had a
0: lot of fun playing that game.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> As a team.
1: As a group. I'll never forget the, <laughs> the level with the. You're riding on the deers that are pooping.
0: I know, it's so random and weird.
1: <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> we were stuck on that level for a while, too. I
0: know, it was hard. That game got harder than I thought it would be. I was like this looks like a stupid fun game and then parts of it
1: hey, us got hard it's I was like, like oh, oh this is this is actually challenging okay yeah. which is good yeah. I feel like there was something else we were supposed to talk about like something on Kotaku or something
0: I don't know what's been on Kotaku
1: I never read Kotaku so but I think I just remember someone posting something and now I don't remember Oh I know that um the next ace attorney game is coming out i'm sure michael will talk about that when he returns
0: Uh huh.
1: probably super excited about that with this sixth game in it's in in the official storyline because there's the there's the great ace attorney
0: yeah they're is, not bringing that one over
1: apparently at all period
0: yeah but oh, they said they have no plans to right now
1: not even as like a download no no
0: so everyone's kind of upset about that
1: well why not like that's kind of rude well, I don't know. I guess they're just like... They're just like, mm,
0: no, don't need it. No, I'm not going to do it.
1: Is it really hard to translate games?
0: I, I don't know. I don't know. They just don't think it's worth it, apparently.
1: Like, in all realisticness, doesn't it just take, like, a handful of people to sit and go through the text and translate it?
0: <laughs> apparently they're not into it, is what they're saying, so...
1: Like, I know. I know when they translate it, they don't do... A direct word for word translation because they do they do some kind of some of the comedic humor is local based so like when it's in Japan they'll use slang or make jokes that are referential to Japanese culture, and then the same when they translate it here they'll change some of the jokes around so that it fits our culture mm-hmm. so I know it's not a straight verbatim translation but I'm sure there's people out there who understand both cultures and can translate the culture and the humor as well. I mean, fans have been doing translations of games like, uh, mother three and, uh, some of the other ACE attorney games. I remember Michael talking about that. So I, I get frustrated and I find it hard to understand when, a major video game company has trouble with translating a game and just putting it for download. Like, no one's asking you to make a boxed release of the game. Just just put it available, like Mother 3. Like, why has that game never come out?
0: They're just not having it. They're just not having it.
1: Like, they literally just have to license the... Uh, like, they could just pay the the fans who made the Mother 3 game. I know. Right? And just pay them. And just release the game. You probably don't even have to pay them. You could, you could be a complete dickbag and be like, well, this is our game, so...
0: So, fuck you.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. But, I mean, they could be nice and be like, okay, you've made this, fine. We'll supplement, pay you some fee, because it's our game anyways, but you did the work. So here's what yeah. we would have paid a translator to do this. And now we're going to just take this and release it. Like, why? Why?
0: Mm, I don't know. There's only so many hours in the day, it's Alvin. <laughs> Do
1: you get any other spells later that have, like, weird names?
0: Uh, Celestial Opposition. Collective Celestial
1: U- Opposition.
0: Collective Unconsciousness is the other one, I think.
1: I feel like when the person who was making the spell names for this literally opened the dictionary and pointed to a word.
0: Yeah, either that or they're just Japanese and they, like, really fucking love. <laughs> I feel like celestial opposition sounds like a Sailor Moon, like attack, attack. attack. Yeah, celestial. Like oh. rhapsody. <laughs> oh, Shock. <laughs> <laughs> While they're like spinning everything in like <laughs> <laughs> Venus, love and beauty. Shock.
1: Yep. It's so stupid. <laughs> oh goodness. I didn't finish watching Sailor Moon. Apparently it got really good towards the end. Did it? Yeah.
0: Because oh, I gave up on it.
1: I <laughs> did too, but um from what I was reading and uh like the reviews on it was that yes, it was a bit slow and weird at the beginning, but it got really good. Okay.
0: Cause I was totally I was having total like bye moments.
1: But the thing I don't understand is why did they choose to st- to have Doom Phantom be the first, like, enemy that they dealt with. I don't know. Like, that was really weird. So, uh, like, they brought in Rini and Wicked Lady, and... Like, like, it's just... just, In the way that they were telling it, it was like, oh, it was like a reimagining, and they were all meeting each other and and whatnot, and then they just kind of jumped right to that. It was... I, I, I don't know, it just seemed like a weird way to handle that, in my opinion. Yeah, it was very strange the whole like, thing. I would have thought that they would have um, introduced Queen Neo Serenity and talked more about that and, and how she came about and which is I feel something that they never really explained or talked about in Sailor Moon. Like mm-hmm. they had that one episode where it was like a flashback and that was it. Yeah. And she, and she put everyone in the crystal and she sent them to Earth and okay. But what is her story? She's basic! No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, she's fierce. Although, I don't know. Anyway. So I need to watch that to find out what happens.
0: Okay, then I might start watching it again, too, if you heard better things about it. Because I was just like, I'm not even wasting my time on this.
1: I, w- I do wish it was uh, dubbed instead of... Mm. I mean, I mean dubbed instead of subtitled. Right.
0: I will say this, though. Um, I am a little bit surprised that, uh, it didn't, like, like, I just don't know how they could have gotten it so wrong. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There were
1: so many ways to, to to do it.
0: And it's, like, such a classic, and everyone's already, like, rooting for it, and then they're like, oh no, we're gonna make it horrible.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, again, like I said, it, it does apparently get better towards the end, I mean, I will reserve full judgment until I've played, or not played, until I've watched all of it. Um, but there was just so many ways to make the beginning better. I think they tried to rush it, for one thing. You know? They, they didn't need to be like, okay, here's Sailor Moon, and here's Sailor Mars, and here's Sailor Mercury. It was like, you could you could put, like, a bit of filler. Like, I'm not saying put five episodes before we meet Sailor Mars and wait 10,000 years before we meet Sailor Venus. But I don't know. It, was just, it just felt really rushed.
0: It was. And then you know what? It was like oddly quick.
1: Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Cause I can wrap that up. Let's wrap it up. I don't have anything else. All right, then. Well, that wraps up the podcast portion of video game realness. I don't know what episode we're on. I've lost track. Seven! (laughs) Yeah, sure. I think it's 83. Or 84. (laughs) Can you believe we've had so many episodes? Uh, no. We need to plan what to do for episode 100.
0: Oh my god, girl.
1: I know, that's slowly coming upon us.
0: We should have a big party. Like, a big charade party.
1: (laughs) No? Have our independence party?
0: yeah our independence party as she would say she has this like really fun way of talking
1: (laughs) where she sounds like she's holier than thou anyways um so tune in to whatever our next episode is because we don't know and uh check out our other amazing podcast friends game buoy orange lounge radio uh House is on hiatus koopa club is on hiatus until october 1st i believe what they posted on Twitter?
0: Oh, is that what they said?
1: Yes, they are going to be doing uh, their episodes in a seasonal format. So uh, their season one starts October 1st and then I think they're just going to have like, weekly releases of like 12 episodes. And oh, then, yeah,
0: yeah, I know that. I and then play. go on
1: hiatus again and then whatever. Oh. And, and the theme is going to be the 90s. So check that out October 1st. Um, but in the meantime, you have us to listen to. You have Orange Sounds Radio. Um, And, of course, Ninty Love Fest. So, that concludes everything. Goodbye!
0: Bye. Bye!